0: So, Josh, let's talk a little bit, you know, all things Garden Grove today is our topic. So, let's go back to the beginning. Um, when did Garden Grove appear on the map and the landscape in Orange County? About what okay. time?
1: Well, Garden Grove was founded by Alonzo Cook mm-hmm. in 1874. Alonzo came to Garden Grove from Ohio, and we would consider him a developer in his okay. term. He was formative in creating the first school, the first church, and pretty much our first downtown. Mm -hmm. He he donated 160 acres to form the original town, and he named it Garden Grove.
0: Okay, and when he named it Garden Grove, was there any kind of garden or grove there? How did he come up with that name?
1: None whatsoever. It seems he pulled it out of a hat or wishful thinking. Marketing term, Uh, huh? Yeah, yeah. When he came here, and beforehand, it had been waist-high mustard grass, and there was there was no trees, no vegetation, but <laughs> just sort of this Johnny Appleseed attitude about it. And he said, we shall make it so, we, or we shall make it appropriate, and we'll plant trees and make it beautiful. I love and, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, he was also an agriculturist.
0: So he was a promoter in terms of what you said, like he wanted to be able to create the city. And he envisioned it someday to be this garden and grove because you said he was an agriculturist. So he kind of intended it to be that way. Is that right?
1: That's right. <laughs> That's right. And so, then we remained an agricultural city up until uh, World War II, up, up to the 40s. Walnuts, chili peppers, citrus.
0: So very similar to other Orange County um, areas at that time. Same kind of crops were being grown there as as in Irvine, frankly, sounds like to me. Yeah,
1: Garden Grove, the big difference is we were not a planned community. Mm -hmm. This began as a a lot of small farms that were dispersed uh, throughout an area. It wasn't until the formation of downtown that people started moving closer and closer to the area of Garden Grove Boulevard and Mm -hmm. Euclid. And by the way, Euclid was formerly known as Anaheim Road, as it was the only street that would get you through to civilization in Anaheim.
0: What were the towns that were, when Garden Grove appeared on the scene, what were the towns contemporary to it in the area?
1: Anaheim and Santa Ana were definitely the most populous and uh, the county seat of of Santa Ana, of course.
0: So what led led to uh, Garden Grove's success or growth there?
1: The Chafee family were very instrumental in the beginning of the town. Uh, another gentleman who came along a little later was uh, George Rayburn. He's actually the gentleman that lived in my home hmm. uh, for a number of years, and he was one of the w- most wealthy men of the city at that time. He uh, he lived in my home, which is an 1888 East Lake Victorian, um, and er- one of the original homes of the city.
0: I'm curious. Now, you mentioned that you live in one of the oldest homes in Garden Grove today. And um, tell me a little bit about your house and the history, your personal history with it in the city.
1: Well, the home was built in 1888. It's a -a one-of-a-kind home. It was originally on five acres of land, which includes everything around me. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Rayburn purchased it from the original owner, Percy Walling. Another man from Ohio, so it seems a lot of the early Garden Grove people were, or Grovers, as I like to say, (laughs) uh, came from Ohio. Now, uh, Mr. Rayburn, as I mentioned, was a very important man of the town. And this home had always been considered one of the most beautiful homes. I'm I'm bragging. I love my home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Yeah,
1: it had been considered one of the most beautiful homes. It was originally a three-story house but the Santa Ana winds knocked off the third floor. Oh, my. Yes. I dream of uh, hitting the lottery and rebuilding that third floor one day. Wow. So So while Mr. Rayburn was an owner, my family moved here from Brushy Knob, Missouri. And at that time, Brushy Knob was a small farming town. They got a pamphlet that described moving to Garden Grove as heaven on earth. <laughs> the entire town of Brushy on Missouri up and moved.
0: Oh, my Every goodness. Every
1: family. The town now only exists as a cemetery out in Missouri, but the families such as the Bakers, the Bagbys, the Millers, and the McIntoshes all came across the nation and settled in Garden Grove.
0: And what like year was this?
1: 1920. Okay. My great-grandfather, Zachariah McIntosh, got land from Mr. Rayburn out of his five acres and built his home, which is two doors down from my house now. I see. And then his brothers and sisters built homes in in the immediate area as well. This was a very small population at that time, under 2,000 people. Mm -hmm. My grandfather was actually born on the property as well, in what is now St. Columban's Church. It was an orange field. And uh, Dr. Violet, our local doctor, delivered my grandfather, (laughs) and 20 years later, my father. (laughs) Yeah, He had a small brick building that sat in the middle of the orange field right across the street from this house. So it had been, like I said, um, one of the more desirable homes in the city. And when it finally went for sale, my family purchased it in 1943. And we have been the longest tenants, uh, occupants, of the home since then.
0: And how many other buildings on your block are original? Is it, it Are there a few other ones that have been preserved?
1: We have a couple of 1920s cottages mm-hmm. just down the street from me. The oldest home that is still standing in the city is at our Garden Grove Historical Society, mm-hmm. otherwise known as the Stanley Ware Ranch. and this would have been the Reader House. The Reader house was three doors down from where I'm at, and it was an 1877 home.
0: Oh, okay. And we have I-
1: one, we have one other 1877 home that is still standing, and that is located at Euclid and Paloma Street. It's actually on Paloma, and uh, that's uh, another really nice old house.
0: So scattered throughout the city, modern-day Garden Grove, there are some of these original homes um, that are still there. The the Reader House that you mentioned now that one was moved to the present site. It's at is that correct?
1: That's correct. <clears throat> In 1971, the Garden Grove Historical Society was found was founded on the Stanley Ware Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they donated two acres of land and we began moving our historical buildings there in an effort to preserve and save them. We now have 17 buildings and almost all, all but one are original. The fire department building couldn't be moved as it was constructed of concrete. Mm-hmm. And so we rebuilt it two specs, and uh moved everything over there, including our 1926 La France fire engine Mm -hmm. and the desk of my great uncle, Marion Umfris, our first fire chief.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, boy, you really do have roots. Your roots go very deep in in Garden Grove, Josh. I I think that, um, yeah, your family's imprints are all over that city, and it's wonderful that uh, you have this sense of of uh history as 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 well now you work at the museum are you a docent there
1: yes i'm a volunteer docent all of the uh all of the people that work there are volunteers and it's it's just such a pleasure to give tours especially to little kids Uh all of our elementary schools visit the visit the stanley ware ranch and it's it's a requirement for them which i love and it's just fun explaining the differences between things now and as they were 100 years ago.
0: Right. Right. And it's such a wonderful place I have visited there um within the past year um and I, I, it's a it's a really unique spot. I love how when you are driving through as it is mostly in Orange County now, so many things have changed and there is so much development and then you find these little pockets of history. And um you know, the Stanley War Ranch is definitely one of those those places where you kind of go there and all of this little collection of buildings, it's very easily to, you know, to walk from one to the other. It almost, it's almost like a little history land, wouldn't you say? I mean, if we're, we're in know, love with our I, theme parks here and it's almost like that where you kind of go back in this old little town of old Garden Grove. Is that right?
1: Yeah, my friend and the president of the Orange County Historical Society, Chris Jepson calls it a historical petting zoo. <laughs> I love that term. <laughs> that
0: sounds like him. Yes, that's accurate. That's very accurate. Because you can. You, you kind of, it's very charming and quaint, and it doesn't take... Um, hours and hours of a day to go and explore it, and yet you get this really lovely representation of of life back in the period, and and you know lovingly restored. I mean, the people of from your historical society there devote a lot of their time and energy to making sure that that it's accurate and it's preserved, and people can learn. Um, you know, they have a passion for teaching and sharing. And one of my, there's a really unique building there um, that a lot of people may not realize that has a little bit of Disney history. Is that right? Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Absolutely. That would be uh, the Disney garage. So Walt Disney's uncle had a garage. Walt moved out to live with his uncle here in California. And I want to say it was in Pasadena originally. I think
0: so, yes.
1: And Walt would rent the garage for, he rented a room for $5 a week in the house, and the garage was $1 a week in the (laughs) backyard. And he experimented his forms of animation there and pretty much honed his skills. And when the family, the Disney family, were going to demolish it, they offered it to lots of other places, the Disney Studios, and nobody wanted it. Anaheim didn't want it, so we said, heck yeah, we'd, we'd love to have this and share it. And we get uh, Disney clubs that come and meet there, mm-hmm. and it's like the holy grail for them.
0: <laughs> 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 well, it is. It's just, it, It's cute. It's tiny. You know, it is. It's a little garage. And I would say even, you might even say a shed. You know, it's... It, I could. A vehicle would be very hard humble, to fit in very there. Modest. Yes, and it's more like a little workshop, and uh, but it it's wonderful, and you have some great little um, ephemera in there, and some old uh, projection equipment, and uh, it's it's important to have that. To think that all of that started um, in that little building, you know, it's kind of a, a nice thing to have saved, and that's the best part of history. I mean, sometimes it's it's nice to be able to read about when things happen or how they did, but to actually go and physically see the structures there, it gives you a whole different level of perspective and so I, it's it's a fun thing to do so Disney files out there head to Garden Grove because there's definitely something that maybe you haven't seen or experienced but um, so if I'm visiting Garden Grove today, what types, I know it's hard to do this, other than coming over to your house, which I know is a preserved place, where would I go to kind of see a little bit of the old, I mean, other than the Stanley Ware Ranch?
1: I would definitely take you to the Stanley Ranch first, mm-hmm. and the second place would be Historic Main Street. The heart of the city, um, our, our my friend Kim Hoy in Community Development, she uh, calls it the bedroom of the the living room I'm sorry of the city. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely where I would I would take you. We've got great restaurants there. Um some original, well, not original buildings. See, everything had to be rebuilt after the
0: 1933
1: earthquake. Ah, okay. So what you'll find are post 1933 buildings there um in a Spanish style with clay tile roofs and stucco. Mhm. Um these these obviously were rebuilt because the original wooden structures had uh, come down and the entire street had to be rebuilt so of noteworthy things on main street we have louis the first bar in garden grove where my great, both my great-grandfathers, my grandfather, my father, and now myself, like to preach.
0: <laughs> and it, has it always been Louis, or was it called something else? Has it been other things?
1: Actually, uh, before Louis, it was called the Rainbow Room. Okay. And I I'd like to explain the name on that. All right. During World War II, Garden Grove soldiers were in Europe, and they found a bar in France called the Rainbow Room. Mm-hmm. They enjoyed it on, when they weren't fighting and they had a little downtime. They were able to uh, enjoy themselves briefly in the Rainbow Room. And Louis, I believe Louis Starbos, decided that if he made it through the war and he got home, he was going to open up his own Rainbow Room in Garden Grove. And so the Rainbow Room was born. Okay. Before it was the Rainbow Room, it was Thorpe's. Thorpe's had a hidden pool room in it billiards were frowned upon and looked down on as they pretty much incited gambling and fighting and roughhousing sure so so there was a hidden pool table in the back which is now the kitchen area and uh my family members were in that club and allowed to play pool there otherwise if you wanted to play pool you had to go to santa Ana on broadway To a place which is now the Copper Door, which has a underground—it's an underground billiards hall and nightclub.
0: So Louis on Main Street in Garden Grove—is there—is that kind of uh, anything else that you you direct me to there?
1: Oh, that's just the first stop. Okay. Oh, so we're still going on our tour.
0: All right, we just had a little refreshment there. We're moving on.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You started Louis with a pickled egg and a beer. Nice. And then you hop over across the street to what is now called The Wharf. It's a beautiful, huge building. Um, back in the days, it was a thrift store. And we had, we had a lot of great thrift stores in Garden Grove when I was younger. I remember even up to my teens, I'd buy records there for a dollar. I got my first Woody Guthrie record there for a dollar. <laughs> and uh, The Wharf is a Cajun-themed restaurant. And it's just reopened, brand new. In fact, this weekend was its official grand opening. Oh, wonderful! Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of different things on Main Street for different flavors. We have Doug's Downtown Grill, the best steakhouse in the city, and uh, each one of these each one of these eateries has their own set of locals. It seems, um, so you can just go from spot to spot and uh, hang out with all different groups of people. It's fun. It's it's re- Main Street is really the uh, past meets present for Garden Grove. Yeah, um, <laughs> it
0: certainly sounds like a place where if I wanted to go and kind of get the pulse of this city, and I wanted to hang out with people who not only have just been there a long time, but just give you a sense of the the sense of community that's in Garden Grove. I think that's the place where you go and, and spend some time and um, meet some people there, and they would be the ones who would be uh, like yourself. We'd be looking for you.
1: <laughs> and, I can't go to Main Street without recognizing 10 people. Yeah. My my girlfriend says, if we're going to go out to dinner, we have to go somewhere else or you're going to end up talking with everybody.
0: <laughs> but that's so rare these days, and I think it's lovely. People really kind of, um, I think, clamor for that. They kind of long for a place where they can go, and, you know, it's the old Cheers thing where everyone knows your name. I mean, yes, it's, we live in a place that's very big and constantly evolving. Orange County is uh, new people coming all the time, which is wonderful because that brings in new, new cultural experiences and new people and to learn about. But at the same time, I think we also need to be able to hold on to our pockets of familiarity. And I think that a place like downtown Go- Main Street, Garden Grove, um, is a place like that. And you don't have to live there to, to get that experience. I'm sure if you went and visited and spend any amount of time, uh, you could feel like a local, too. Would you say Absolutely. so?
1: <laughs> we have another thing of interest. We're adding to the downtown. Mm-hmm. For the last 20 years, Garden Grove has focused so much of its attention on Harbor Boulevard and attracting tourism from the Disney Resort. Mm -hmm. However, just in the past few weeks, um, there was a purchase of 12 parcels of land from the housing development, I'm sorry, from the housing authority, and Mr. Shaheen Shadigi The owner of the lab. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, and the the packing district as well. Yeah.
1: Okay, so he has purchased and leased 12 properties. I believe it'll be 17 in total when it's completed. And what we're doing is under a whole new great idea um, for redevelopment, which normally I say is a bad word, we're going to preserve these 17 buildings and turn it into sort of, it's, it's, I believe it's called The Cottage. Hmm. Now, it's still in the works, but we're turning these original homes into small cafes and shops, and it'll be like a neighborhood outdoor mall. And this is just a little bit east of City Hall, the mm-hmm. police department. So one of these original neighborhoods in Garden Grove, which had been uh, not in the best condition, mm-hmm. these homes, Rather than being bulldozed, they're going to be preserved and have a new life, and we're going to keep the integri- and integrity of the architecture there. So they'll still look like 1920s and 30s homes.
0: I love that idea. Now, I, those other projects that he has worked on, uh, they're very creative, and that the whole idea of repurposing uh, the past and um, like what's what they did up at the uh, packing house in Anaheim is just incredible staying true to the original structure and and feel but then bring it very much into the future and so, with creativity and food and 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 crafts and artisan things so that people can get together and enjoy um, what's going on today you know what's current and 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 uh, the latest and the greatest but in a place that reminds us of, of what went before so that's I have read about that project and I'm very hopeful that that will come to fruition soon do you know when that might be um, developed or when that's going to be happening
1: well just at the last city council meeting we gave it the okay the city council voted to approve it Wonderful. so it's going to take some years to build and I believe there's three years where we'll have to relocate the residents that are in these homes under mm-hmm. the housing authority, mm-hmm. and then construction will, be begin, will begin. The biggest oh. obstacle for this is going to be parking.
0: Mm-hmm. As it is anywhere in Southern California. Including packing <laughs>
1: house.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that we'll have to all get better about carpooling or doing something about that, but I love That's the idea, correct. and I love the fact that Garden Grove is definitely a, a place where um, you know, we, we need to move forward, and, you know, the, the changing demographic in that part of Orange County has is, is, is changed very much over the years and is kind of embracing new cultures and new heritages, but there there's this uh, real sense of keeping the community together and keeping the traditions, and one of the traditions is something that's uh, it's a perfect time to, to visit Garden Grove, if you haven't before, is this weekend, am I right, with the uh, Strawberry Festival that will be that happening? Is-
1: Correct. That so, is correct. So it's tell our, me
0: about that.
1: Okay, so this is our 58th annual Garden Grove wow. Strawberry. Yes, and let me just give you a little breakdown of the Strawberry Festival. Okay. The first, the first Strawberry Festival was held in 1958 in the Garden Grove City Park, which is pretty much Bolsa High School. Mm-hmm. Before we had a Strawberry Festival, we had an event called the Grover's Day. <laughs> the, the first Grover's Day was held in the Euclid Park, where Strawberry Festival is held now. Mm-hmm. It was on September 30th, 1939, and it was a community event just celebrating all all of our people here that wanted to get together and have an annual festival. When the strawberries became our number one agricultural source, we decided to rename it the Strawberry Festival. Good
0: idea. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's a it's a great community event. Volunteers from all sorts of organizations get together to, to put this on, and it's a fundraising event for the nonprofits like the Kiwanis, the Boys and Girls Club. It's not only our biggest celebration, it's our biggest fundraising event of the year. Well,
0: that's wonderful. It's a huge event. I mean, it's gotten to be... Um just kind of massive in scope. I mean it's several days and I mean thousands of people come to this. Tell me about Yes. We had over
1: three hundred thousand people last year.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And so what what A three hundred thousand people coming? Tell me about the Strawberry Festival. What's the best part?
1: That's arguably arguably the parade. Yes. Okay. It's uh the second biggest parade and event in the entire west coast uh, for a city event and this let's see we've got the the redhead roundup which is a redhead contest (laughs) Uh, we in recent years we've begun the uh, strawberry idol the karaoke competition and that's a lot of fun that's held in our, our shakespeare theater the amphitheater
0: And I've heard this, and I have to come and see this, that the world's largest strawberry shortcake, is that something that happens?
1: That is correct. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This thing is massive, and it's free, and that's cut and served. People line up down the street for a slice of this. And uh, it's every piece is delicious. It does, not, uh, it does not falter from the first slice to the last slice.
0: Oh, well, that sounds uh, like my kind of thing. And so then there's carnival games and typical things you'd find at a festival or a fair. But um, a lot of ce- you have celebrities that come, um, celebrity grand marshals I know every year um, who are yeah, involved this in year, this.
1: Yep, this year our grand marshal is Miss California, Brie Morse. She's our 91st Miss California, and she's actually a Garden Girl native.
0: How perfect.
1: So our theme for this year is going to be athletes. So we're celebrating all of our top high school athletes as well as former Olympians, and they'll all be in the parade and at our celebrity breakfast.
0: So if you want to go and find out the the details about the strawberry festival, you've got a website, am I right? Is it strawberryfestival.org or what is your That's
1: correct. www.strawberryfestival.org.
0: So that we'll would be the yeah, program. the best place to get that.
1: Absolutely. A full description of all the celebrities and all the events and a timetable of when things will happen.
0: Okay. All right. Well, so it's it's definitely the weekend of Garden Grove. I think yeah, I, it's a, it's a lovely little city right there in the middle, smack dab in the middle of Orange County. And um I think some people just don't realize they get they go by on the the 22 or the five or and they miss this this little enclave of just this small town community and I think Josh you've done you and a lot of the people of the historical society in the city there have done such a wonderful job of preserving that feel and I know it's because it's your hometown and it's very apparent that it's the place that you love but those those preservation uh, efforts are important even for those of us who are going to be visiting for the first time we can really get a glimpse of of the true nature of your city so so get out to strawberry festival this weekend i think it's the perfect time to give it a taste you know get in line with me behind me at the great uh strawberry shortcake i have to have that um but check out garden grove and i expect to uh, to see you at uh louis sometime soon would you say Just give me a call. I'll be right over in five minutes. Okay. Thank you so much for being with me today on Vintage Orange. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Ellen, and thank you, Orange County. Okay.
0: And thank you to Josh McIntosh of Garden Grove um, for being with me this week on Vintage Orange at KUCI 88.9 FM. That was really a wonderful um, event, uh, discussion, and I'm really enjoying... I don't know. I'm, I'm liking learning about all these cities individually. And so I really enjoyed our, our trip through Garden Grove this week. And I appreciate Josh McIntosh taking me there. Um, so check out the Strawberry Festival this weekend. And Josh also wanted me to remind you that um, on June the 18th Garden Grove will be celebrating their 60th anniversary their diamond anniversary birthday of their incorporation they're going to be having a a party there on the Village Green again until 8 o'clock and uh, then they're going to be having a street party closed to traffic they're going to have a dancing and DJ and all that fun stuff so uh, make sure you check that out so thank you again for being with me this week on, um, on Vintage Orange and get out there and learn about the place that you live Until next week, I will see you again. Thank you.